0: Experience Season Two.
1: Let's go! Thanks for joining us for Season Two. Join the conversation with Matt, Dez, and friends as they share how to transform culture through family.
0: Hey, guys! Welcome to the Matt and Dez Experience. I'm your co-host Matt Gonzalez, and I'm your other co-host Desiree Gonzalez. Hey, on today's episode, we're so excited about our special guest. It is somebody so dear to our heart and from our own DNA. No other than our oldest daughter, Hayden Gonzalez, is in the studio. We're so excited to have her on this episode.
1: Yes, we are. So, Hayden, for the listener, tell us how old you are, what grade you're in, and one of your favorite things to do.
2: I am 10 years old, and I am in fifth grade. And favorite things, one of my favorite things to do is play with my dog.
0: Ah, And what's your dog's name?
2: Rosie. Yes. We love our Rosie girl. She's a sweetie.
0: You know, on this episode, we wanted to have a conversation together because we really have a core value. And it's a biblical value that when God gives the Holy Spirit to a child, he doesn't give a Holy Spirit junior, meaning he doesn't give a junior version of the Holy Spirit. He gives every child, no matter what age group the fullness of his presence. And there's a supernatural grace there. And there's some things that we as parents have the honor and privilege to do. And as the word of God says that we get to train a child in the way they should go, not the way that we want them to go, but the way they should go. And so one of the things that we get the honor and privilege to do as a, as a family, as moms and dads is begin to get the father's heart for the destiny direction and identity of our children And so this is just a conversation. And Hayden, we're so excited because, girl, you've done some amazing, amazing things over the years. And I just love how God speaks to you. Can you tell the listener and even uh, the youth on here, how does God speak to you? When he speaks to you, what is one of the ways? What does that look like?
2: How God speaks to me is he usually shows me pictures in my mind. Like if I lose something, I ask the Lord to give me a picture or a word of knowledge. And then after he shows me the picture or gives me a word of knowledge, I go and look there and I usually find it.
0: (laughs) That is so cool. And guys, I got to tell you whenever we lose something, it's like something, whenever I've lost something in our house, I usually will go to Des or Hayden because Hayden does uh, have a grace to find the lost things and she's developed this relationship with the Lord where she would ask for words of knowledge when things are lost.
1: Yeah. And I love that our kids, this stuff is normal. It's not like, (laughs) this isn't like, oh, we're being supernatural now. This is just like a normal part of their lives. And I think when we first started having kids, and of course, Hayden's our oldest. And so when we first had her, we knew obviously that the supernatural culture that we, you know, experienced, we wanted to instill that in our kids and want wanted them to walk in everything that God had for them right off the bat. We weren't going to wait till a certain age or, you know, that, oh, until they understand it fully or, you know, all of those things that might go through our minds as parents. But we just knew like, hey, God is in them. You know, they, we just understood that, like Matt said, they don't have a Holy Spirit junior. God is in them and God speaks to them. And so, You know, I remember one of the very first testimonies on this girl's life right here is she saw we saw because she (laughs) she was so young, um, her very first miracle, I believe she was about nine months old. It was so cool um, we had a gal come to one of our services and she had an abscess tooth. And if you've ever had one, you understand that that's, that's pretty painful. And she was in a lot of pain. She was at the point of tears and we had prayed for her and really nothing was happening. And then Matt said, here, come bring Hayden over here. I feel like she's (laughs) supposed to lay hands on her. And so our nine month old baby took her little hand and put it on her mouth. And what happened, babe?
0: Well, it was, what was so interesting at that moment is that here we are, we're praying, like you said, nothing's happening. This gal uh, was wanting to, actually, she came straight off from uh, the adult industry uh, and she came, uh, was invited to a guest into our church home. We were, we had a home church at the time Mm -hmm. called The Gathering. We had just launched and we were seeing miracles and happened to have a, a friend of a friend and came. And so we prayed, nothing happened. And then we just felt like. The Lord spoke to us to have Hayden, nine-year-old, nine-month-old daughter, put hand on the jaw. And so we put the hand on the jaw, and I just say and Hayden, and Hayden at the time was saying "Amen." That's all like she knew was like "Amen." She would just say "Amen." Maybe she's a little older than nine months. <laughs> I don't think she said <laughs> I, 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 that at nine months old. <laughs> well, I remember, and so I just say say "Amen." So she just said "Amen," and when she did that, the uh, power got hit the girl, and she looked shocked. And so she told us that all the pain's gone. Well, we find out the next day not only did the pain gone, but she was totally he healed of the abscess. That's so cool, and didn't have to go to the dentist. <laughs> Come on,
1: that's so good. You know, one thing that um, we get this question a lot it, regarding children, and um, we wanted I wanted to address this real quick because we had some encounters. Um, with Hayden as a young child, she was probably around two and, um, we've talked to a lot of parents and they, a lot of people have said they've had the same experience with, um, at least one of their children. I feel like we've heard it a lot. So around the age two, Hayden started having some encounters, not good ones. And fear really tried to enter her life at that point. And so as parents, we're new parents, you know, we're like, Okay, what do we do? Like, we believe you, God, and we're we're praying, but like, um this is kind of freaking me out because we don't know, yeah how how to help our child. Well, God, at the time, you know, we we were new, so we didn't really know what to do, and we didn't really have a handbook on this stuff. No. So we just begin to dialogue with the Holy Spirit and he just gave us direction. But I remember, she, I believe she was around two when she had her first um, encounter where she could articulate it to us yes. as far as a negative encounter. And so I really I wanted Hayden to share that.
0: And what, and what you're talking about is what the Bible talks about, night terrors. So she was actually having these night terrors at night where she would actually just uh, be tormented at night. Sometimes we're waking up crying in her dreams. And it's really what what the Bible calls night terrors. And what happens is many times as young children... Uh, as we begin developing the supernatural, the enemy tries to hijack that right. gift because he wants them to fear it, so they'll shut it off, right? And not use it, but Hayden, yeah, yeah, tell us and about and it.
1: just just to be clear, she wasn't just waking up crying, saying, "Oh, I had a bad dream." Yeah. She was waking up screaming yes. to the point where. We couldn't calm her down, and this happened several times, and it was in a pretty short period of time before we got breakthrough. But the very first time she articulated where she saw something, because she is a seer and she she sees in the spirit, yeah. um, and in her imagination, was this this time when she was about two years old. Hayden, would you tell the listener what happened when you what, and what you saw?
2: So, I was um, I walked out my door because I was trying to. Go into my parents' bedroom, and in the hallway, I saw this panda that was waving at me, and it looks very like cr- creepy and scary, and and it was dancing, and it at the time it, it scared me, and then my parents woke up and they came to the hallway, and then
0: and I remember that conversation because you looked shocked, baby, and I remember asking you, hey, what do you, what's going on? And then she pointed to an area. Uh, of the house. And she began to share this story with us. Ultimately, we couldn't see it, but we just felt this really cold and dark presence in the room. And so we knew that she was actually seeing something. So we grabbed her hand and we started praying. And as we were praying, uh, we just began to declare uh, what God was declaring at that moment. And just for breakthrough, and we prayed for Hayden that she would see past not just the the panda, the demonic, but that she would actually see what God is doing. And I remember at that moment just getting breakthrough. It was so it was such a it was a game changer moment for our, our whole family.
1: So I just remember, you know, processing through this with our two year old daughter at the time and we were we didn't really fully understand what what it meant and why yeah. she was seeing this, but after we looked it up, we, I just felt like we were supposed to flip it, and so we began to pray over her. Um, you know, like pandas can symbolize um, gentleness and peace, and yeah. also the fact that they're black and white. I felt like that she had a justice call in her life, and now that she's ten, and we we see that more and more yes. coming out of her. It's so true. So we just began to use what the enemy tried to bring—terror and fear and intimidation. Yeah. We flipped it and started prophesying the opposite over her, and what the true identity and call of God on her life was and it really broke something over her when we did that.
0: And so just you know one of the things that we we value once again and just a real practical thing and one of the ways that we kind of help begin to stir and direct the seer gift and even just the prophetic and develop the supernatural in all our kids is that we would have these family times we would specifically sit down and we would begin to develop the prophetic and the supernatural in them in them. And Hayden, what are what are one of the ways that we used to do that? You you recall some of the things that we've done and that we still do?
2: Yeah. You always used to say to us and you still do now, um, if Jesus were to come into the room right now, what would he say?
0: Ah, uh, awesome. And then usually when we would ask you that question, you guys would do what? You guys close your eyes and mm-hmm. what?
2: And we would ask the Lord for a word of knowledge or a picture.
0: <laughs> and so many times, guys. I mean, we, we did this at the beginning of the school year. And it was so profound because not only did each child, each one of our sons and daughters begin to get words, prophetic words for the beginning of the school year. And some of them have even come to pass. But then when we got done, Hayden asked us something. You remember what you asked us? You go, hey, we're done with uh, the kids. Can we do this with uh, what would you say? You guys. <laughs> and they asked if they could do it with us. And I got to tell you what, guys, at the time, me and Des were going through a real difficult time where we really needed direction. We weren't really getting too many prophetic words. And our kids straight rocked us. I mean, it was such a profound time. We were just all had tears crying and it was just a moment. And sometimes that's what we have to do as families. One of the keys that I do believe that helps us as families to come together is we have to find a common enemy and that we have to begin to teach our children how there is a real devil out there, but there is a bigger God and we are in this together as a family and how can we begin to get answers for some of our problems that we're having even in the midst of our family. And so that's one of the things that we have developed and I know Des you've Des really has a grace in finding lost things, and she began to develop this within our children. And she would begin to ask them questions, like even some words of knowledge with Hayden. Maybe you can share some of those testimonies and some of those things that you've done with them, Des.
1: Yeah. So one of the ways to really start implementing, maybe you're thinking, okay, these are this is cool stuff, but you know this is all new to me. And you know, yeah. one thing that we always tried to do was to make it really normal, like <laughs> yes. make it a natural part of our life, so it's not like. There's times where we'll sit down and we'll do exercises with the kids and ask them specific questions. And that's fun. And they actually love it. It's like becomes kind of like a game. But there's a lot of times things just arise in normal life. Right. And then that's the greatest time to start implementing that they can hear God for themselves, too. And I remember one specific example. um, Hayden had lost her iPad. And that's a big deal, (laughs) right? Like she was really sad about it. She's like, I can't find it. I looked everywhere. And so I just asked her, Hayden, ask the Lord for a word of knowledge. And so she did. And she saw a picture and she went and looked (laughs) and she came back like, you should have seen the look on her face. She was like beaming with not only excitement that she found it, but like, Wow! Like the confidence that was on her. Like, yeah, I just heard God, and He spoke to me, and He cares about this because I care about it. It was so awesome, and I I know that there's been so many other examples of. God speaking to you and giving you words of knowledge when it comes to finding lost things.
0: I love how you're saying this because it's everyday supernatural. That's what you're saying. Everyday prophetic, everyday supernatural. So not compartmentalizing it, but just every day making it something. Like, okay,
1: we're going to sit down and do a Bible study. So now it's time to be supernatural. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's great. And that's, that's good too. And you know, like when they go to church and when they, you know, when we have worship time and all those kind of things. And that's amazing because I think those Segmented times are important as well, but as children, to create a culture within yeah. them, it has to become a part of their life. Or Otherwise, it's their parents' gospel.
0: And when you were saying that, the picture I got was like the difference between Clark, uh, Clark Kent and Superman. It's like we do that. There's times you just be Clark Kent and there's times you're going to be Superman, but it's actually getting them to realize that, hey, they're always super. Yeah, that they're always uh, a superhero that didn't have to turn that off that it's just naturally supernatural for them so I was
1: thinking of a recent word of knowledge you had <laughs> Hayden you want to share about yes. the one that happened not too long ago
2: so this year on the day before Valentine's Day my sister Riley had lost the bag with her Valentine's in it and she was freaking out she said she looked everywhere and um She said, Hayden, can you help me find them? And I said, Ask the Lord for a word of knowledge and for a picture. So then she asked and she said uh she didn't the Lord didn't show her anything yet. But then I asked the Lord and he showed me on top of this table with all these papers. I looked there, wasn't there. And then I asked again and he showed me under this table in our um living room, and I looked under there, and the bag was sitting right under there in the <laughs> middle, and so I gave it to her, and she's, she was so happy, and so.
0: It was yeah. so cool, because you guys ran to us and told us the testimony. We just, we celebrated it, and I think that's the thing as as parents, is that we get to celebrate you guys, and that's what parents do. We celebrate our children, and I think if we can create a culture celebration, not only when they get it right, but what they get it wrong that we can help instill that God confidence because we want to we want to celebrate the fact that they're just taking risk. And so that's one of the things that we've tried so hard, uh, me and Des, is creating a culture of not just risk, celebrating risk, but also celebrate when they get it right. And so they came and shared that testimony for us. And it was so powerful. It was such a rejoicing time because it's it just does something within you as a parent to see that they're connecting with God the Father in such a supernatural way that they're recognizing His voice.
1: So, you know, one thing as a parent that I would just encourage you is to value your children's voice and their ability to hear God just as much as you. I know we were were having this conversation earlier, and I told Hayden that, like, we go to our kids yeah. just as much as we make decisions. Of course, we're the parents and, and yeah. we're the re- ones responsible to make the decisions. But we oftentimes will ask our kids, what do you feel? What do you hear? Because yes. they hear God just as much as we do. And sometimes they have insight that we totally overlooked <laughs> and it's powerful. Yes. So I think that's one one key to this is to value the fact that they can hear God just as much as we can. And I know that there's been so many times where... Yeah you know we've we've done this in different ways, but I know one thing Matt you've done really well um is to actually bring we we try to bring our kids as much as possible at least one of them um, to like ministry events because we want them to understand that this is not just mom's a minister, dad's a minister, yeah. mom's a pastor, dad's a pastor that they get to, we're doing this as a family and this yes. is part of our call as a family and so they see themselves in the same way and so Matt. You've taken Hayden a lot of times to like school (laughs) of ministry classes and and different speaking engagements, and because she's the oldest, you know, she's probably experienced this the most. But um, I remember one specific time you guys came home. You took her with her with you to one of our school of ministry classes.
0: Actually, it was a school of prophecy I just started.
1: Oh, that's right, school of prophecy. Okay, so they came home and they had the most powerful testimony (laughs) that happened that night. You want to share with Oh,
0: man, it was amazing. You know, uh, just to kind of second what you said, Des, I think is so powerful, is that we as parents can determine the value of what is developed within our children. And we do that, like you said, by valuing them. Mm-hmm. And we've both done that. And I think that has built a God confidence within Hayden definitely, uh, and within our children to see that we're coming to them and we're we're showing them that, hey, we don't believe you just have a Holy Spirit Jr., we believe that you have the same Holy Spirit that we do. And in, and even in most times, in most situations, you guys hear more clearly than we do because they're not having to push through the junk, through the the bad mindsets, through, through the religion or through the fear and anxiety. Some of the things that we as adults deal with that we have to push through before we hear God's voice. It's just in its purest form many times. In in our children, because there's just an innocence and purity there that we get to be able to ask them. So when we value that, we build that culture, to value, and we show our value by asking them, hey, we have a situation here. What do you guys?" We invite them into that place and it just builds a God confidence. But like you were saying, we we just started our school of prophecy at uh, Innovation Church, the church we were co-leading. And I remember uh, Hayden come with me. She wanted to come that night. And uh, she came with me. We were teaching on the prophetic and activating people. And it just happened that there was a, a, a uh, friend of ours who brought uh, his uh, school of ministry with him uh, from uh, down south. And they were there. There was a group of them. And uh, we did an activation time and I went up to Hayden. And I said, Hayden, if you see any pictures or images or you're seeing anything over any of the students, please let me know. So it was, uh, we were in the middle of an activist, She comes up, taps me on the shoulder, says, hey, I see something over a gal. And I go, okay, tell me what you see. And so Hayden, what you, you share with that, what you saw over that, 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 that young girl.
2: So I asked, my dad told me that if I uh, close my eyes and see if I get anything for anyone in the room. And I did. And I saw this word over that girl and I saw her prophesying. I saw a the Lord showed me a picture of her prophesying over kids in India.
0: Okay. So she shared that with me. We end up sharing it with this girl. And, and, and I got to tell you what, baby, it was, it was amazing. So after we share this prophetic word with this girl, she screams. I mean, she screams so violently that I, at first I was like, I thought there was going to be need some deliverance. Yeah. She started crying and screaming. And then she told us, that she had prayed before the meeting that, Lord, I really need direction and I need a word. And basically she had two opportunities to go on two different trips overseas. And there were some finances involved and there were some situations. So she needed clarity. It was either to Turkey or to India. And so here is Hayden sees this picture, shares the word of knowledge that meant the world. It gave her such clarity that it brought not only direction, but it helped her to determine what she was going to do, and she actually we heard testimonies from that story because she went after that and just followed the word of the Lord. It was so powerful. So it's just moments like this, and I'm I'm sitting here like, oh my word, like it, it what seems so simple, but it meant the world to this college student, and it gave her such clarity and direction, and it just brought and actually what happened during that moment. It brought such a spirit of breakthrough into the atmosphere that the prophetic in the room went to a whole nother level.
1: That is so powerful. I love that (laughs) testimony so much. Come on. You know, one thing I was thinking was the fact that we understand that the prophetic, the nature of the prophetic is one thing that it brings is encouragement. Yes. And one of the ways that I feel like we can teach our children that we value their voice and what God speaking to them is that it flows both ways. I yes. feel like sometimes as parents, you know, we, we, you know, we think, Oh, it's our job. It's our responsibility to, to pour in encouragement and love and affirmation <laughs> to our kids, which is absolutely true. Yeah. But sometimes we don't realize that they, they have the power and the authority and the ability to do that for us as well. Yes. You know, of course, like I, I'm not going to put a demand on them. They're children. You know, I, it's not, their job or responsibility to make me happy. But there are times that when I've, when I've heard the Lord speak to me about this was that it's going to show them that I value what they have to say and how they see things just yeah. as much as I, I bring to their life. Yes. And so I remember a couple months ago, we were driving. I was having a really bad day. I was just not not feeling encouraged. You know, I was just having a hard day. And I went to pick up the girls at school. And I just felt like the Lord just gave me like, it's okay. Ask mm-hmm. them. And so I just asked my three girls. I just said, girls, I really need encouragement. I was just honest. I said, I really need encouragement today. Mm-hmm. Will you guys share with me? just anything that God speaks to you and how you see me as as your mom. So good. And it was a very simple question, but what each of them shared, I was literally in tears. I was like, it was pretty much the opposite of how I was seeing myself in that moment. Wow. And I so needed the truth spoken over me. And so I just told them like, do you remember what you said, Hayden?
2: Yeah, I remember what I said. I remember saying that you are so creative that you're really loving to us and you care for us a lot. And then my siblings said uh, other things.
0: Come on, baby girl. This is awesome. You know, I I feel just the presence of God right now in the studio. And hey, you as a listener, you could actually do this at home with your children or even uh, just yourself right now. Let's just go after this. Hey, let's activate this right now. Let's uh just, uh, as a listener, just ask this question. And Hayden, you asked this question too. Uh, if Jesus was to come into the room right now, step into your life, step into the room where you're at, wherever you're at, and he, what would he want to say, and who would he want to encourage right now? Is there a person that he would want to encourage, or what would he want to say to him? Is, is there anybody that comes to your mind? What is Jesus saying to you, Hayden?
2: I feel like it should be for Uncle Jeremy.
0: Uncle Jeremy, wow. Okay, What? What? what is... What does God want you to tell Uncle Jeremy?
2: I feel like what God is saying about him is that he is so loved and that God is going to provide for him in this season and that he is a great father.
0: Wow. (laughs) Come on. Wow. This is so good. The presence of God is so strong in here. You know, maybe you're a parent, you're listening to this right now, and you're wondering, what are some practical things on how I can create a supernatural prophetic culture for my children and see them activated? What are some ways, Des, that you would tell the listener right now?
1: You know, I think, you know, we understand that creating habits is ultimately going to create the habitation and the culture that we want to develop. So So it does start with some practical habits to implement and you don't have to do it all at once. But if you can just start implementing some of this stuff, like in your everyday life, I think that's the best way to start, honestly. And, you know, I think I would say, I would go back to our, one of our first points is first of all, you need to value holy spirit in them yes it's like matt said it's they don't have a holy spirit junior so valuing them and how god speaks to them equally to to even us as parents come on i think that's that's key and another thing i would say is don't dismiss their encounters you know Mm -hmm. oftentimes i think as parents and and our kids are having encounters they are you know sometimes um you know, they come to us and they say, Oh, I, I saw this, or I I heard this. And, and if we don't dialogue and ask oh. questions, and it, they're not going to understand how they received it, and they won't be able to articulate the next time they hear or see things, they won't be able to articulate the fact that, oh, this is God. Maybe they just thought it was a fleeting thought or is was their imagination. You know, a lot of us grew up in in, in those kind of cultures yeah. where maybe you were seen and hearing, maybe you were having those night terrors that we talked about earlier. Like you were having encounters, maybe yeah. it wasn't a good encounter, but it was still a spiritual encounter. But if if your child comes to you and said, mommy, I had this dream and this is what happened and, and your response is, oh, you know, well, that that's that's not real. Don't worry about it. That's not real. You know, you don't have to worry just dismiss it. It's, you know, even as a believer, as a, as a, as a mom, Like, we don't want our our children to come under fear, but if we don't equip them with the fact that, no, actually, you are hearing and seeing things in the Spirit, and I'm not going to dismiss it, but rather, I'm going to teach you that you're powerful and that you have the ability (laughs) to overcome this yourself. And so the next time something tries to come, that they understand that, no, this this is real, this isn't fake, but I... I have the Holy spirit in me and I have more power than this fear or this torment or this darkness or this demonic presence. So they can do something with it. They're equipped.
0: Yeah. And I love what you're saying. Cause the most powerful nation is an imagination. And so many times like you were saying, we dismiss that because we think it's just a vain imagination. It's just our imagination get out of hand. But if we don't value it, it actually is God encounter They're having God encounters And having God thoughts, and God is speaking to the imagination. And if we don't begin to value that, we can miss opportunities to have encounters ourselves or to direct them in that encounter. That's so good.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And I know we we know like children have, you know, so we even say things like, oh, they just have a wild imagination. Well, yeah, we're all supposed (laughs) to. We just cut it off at an early age because we didn't understand that 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 was the vehicle and the avenue God was speaking to us. And so I think we should encourage that as parents, encourage their imagination. And, you know, some things they're going to see and they're going to hear, it's going to be, you know, Whatever. It's just going to be their playful imagination. That's yeah. fine. But some of that is really God speaking to them. And and the more you dialogue with them about it, they're going to learn to recognize how God speaks to them individually because it's unique to every person. Every child is unique and they hear God so differently.
0: So good. So good.
1: So one of the other things that I was thinking was um to ask often. You know, we're talking about creating habits here and so you have to okay. create it on purpose at least initially. And you know, it, you know, asking them are you seeing are you hearing all of that kind of stuff. And it, this is not to put pressure on the, on your child. No this is for them to begin to discover how they hear God for themselves. <laughs> yes. And so if it becomes a forceful, then you step into into religion and they're not going to want to hear God if you keep pushing them. So that would be kind of a side note is i we don't ever push our kids. No. Like if they say no, I'm not seeing anything cool. Awesome. Go on with your day. You know, don't I wouldn't push it because then it becomes pressure and it becomes religion, right? And that is the last thing we want to be doing when we're teaching them how to hear God's voice. And you know, another thing on these lines would be, you know, we're talking about seeing in the spirit because yeah. that's that's Hayden's top way of communicating with God and picking things up in the spirit as she is a seer. But every child is different, like we said. And I know one of my other children is more of a feeler and she's yes. led more through compassion. And she's not, she doesn't see a lot and she doesn't necessarily hear a lot, but she she leads and she feels things in the spirit through compassion. And so, if she sees someone hurting, she sees someone down. She yeah. picks up to, she picks up on it so quick, and she's so intuitive to those things. And she'll she'll reach out and to ask how yes. her friend's doing because she looks down, or she'll come and pray for her sibling, if they're hurt, and and things like that. So don't just limit it to seeing and hearing, but whatever the gifts that how your child hears God, like activate that and ask them often. So I'll ask our other child, you know, are you feeling anything? Mm. So it might be Hayden, are you seeing anything? But for our other daughter, Riley, I I often ask, what are you feeling? Mm. Are you sensing anything in your heart? Are you thinking any thoughts toward this person or whatever the case may be? But that's just a... Encouragement, if if your if your child maybe doesn't articulate that they see or hear in that way, but maybe God's speaking to them in another way.
0: So good, actually, that'd be a topic for another episode on how to develop, and maybe we could do this on a future episode on how parents could actually help develop how their children or youth are recognize the voice mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. So so good. Hey, you know, there's a grace here. That I just want to release before we end just a prayer for parents, and then Hayden, then you can pray for the kids. So, Father, we just release this impartation to the parents right now that are listening, that have children that they want to see them step into the fullness of their identity and unlocking their spiritual gifts. I ask for a great grace to come upon them. I ask for strategies and blueprints of how to activate, that they would learn the, the specific way their children recognize your voice. And Lord, I just declare also that they would have God encounters and God dreams on how to bring direction and encouragement to develop the identity and destiny of their children for their future. And we just release that now in Jesus' name. Okay, Hayden, go ahead and pray.
2: Jesus, I pray for all the kids listening to this podcast that you will give them a heart for you and that you will... Help teach them how to recognize your voice. Just
0: Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow, that was so powerful, Hayden. Thank you so much, baby girl, for being on the show today. It was such an honor to have our own daughter on our show today. And it's a dream come true. So come much on. fun, baby. Awesome, awesome. Well, also, we want to let you guys know about our new Facebook page, The Matt and Des Gonzalez. Make sure to go follow us on that. It'll be in the show notes. We'll be doing some Facebook Lives and different things. Uh, of that sort on there please go check it out and we would love to stay connected with you thank you so much for listening to today's show if this show has blessed you in any way would you share this with a friend or family member especially any parents out there that want to know how to activate their children and recognizing the voice of god this would be a great episode to pass on to them remember family is where life begins destiny is found identity is enhanced and love never ends We thank you for listening to the show today. Until next time, this is Matt Gonzalez. And this is Desiree Gonzalez. We are out. Be blessed.